Thank you so much for joining me today on Just Praise Him Radio. I'm your host, Glenda Lomax, and my job is to inspire you to a closer walk with Christ. Now here's the show. Hello, believers. Welcome to the Just Praise Him radio program. I'm your host, Glenda Lomax, and the title of my message today is The Wounds of the Tailbearer. I want to tell y'all a story. R.G. Letourneau was, for many years, an outstanding Christian businessman, heading a company that manufactured large earth-moving equipment. He once remarked, we used to make a scraper known as Model G. One day, somebody asked our salesman what the G stood for. The man, who was pretty quick on the trigger, immediately replied, I'll tell you, the G stands for gossip because like a tailbearer, this machine moves a lot of dirt and it moves it fast. And if you've ever known a tailbearer, you know exactly what he meant. So I want to tell y'all, the enemy started fighting me right away when I just barely began making any notes at all on this message. Like I just got the idea and started right down a couple of things. So clearly, tailbearing is really close to his heart if he ever had one. So what is a tailbearer? A tailbearer is basically a gossip. It's somebody who goes around spreading stories about people possibly true, possibly not, usually embellished. A lot of times the stories are slanderous. That's what makes them so interesting for them to spread. I've had friends, and I'm sure you have too, that honestly you might as well have taken out an ad of what you said and asked them not to repeat the newspaper. It got spread that far. Nobody wants a friend who is a tailbearer. They're untrustworthy. And just for the record, those who say, well, sister so-and-so is running around on her husband with that Elvis impersonator who works at the 7-Eleven. But of course, I'm only telling you this so you can pray. No, you are not. You're telling them because you want to spread the dirt. And you're excited that you have some dirt to spread. You have no intention of praying in earnest for sister so-and-so. The only thing you're praying is that you'll find out more details. Y'all know what I'm talking about, don't you? You can tell a true gossip because the better the story they have to spread, the faster their feet move when they go house to house. Tell bearers who call themselves Christians bring shame on the name of the Lord, y'all. They're a reproach. Just as lying Christians and Christians living together before marriage or cheating on their spouses or those in other types of sin are. Not that any of us are sinless, but unbelievers judge our God by our lives, by what we do and by what we don't do, and by what comes out of our mouths. Unbelievers are watching our lives to see if our Jesus really is the way, the truth, and the life. They don't know if we are all tailbearers, if you are one. So I'm just saying. And you know, if you're the victim, you have about as much chance of unspreading butter as you do unspreading gossip. We don't ever want to be the church that's full of tail-bearers. Who wants to attend a church full of backbiters and whisperers? I would avoid a church like that like the plague. I don't know about you, but uh, I can find gossips and backstabbers anywhere. We are supposed to walk in the light, not in darkness like we did in times past. The church is not supposed to act like the world. 
Okay, let's do a word study on tail-bearing so we can get an understanding. We will be looking at the six instances of tail-bearer that are found in the King James Version of the Bible. Leviticus 19.16, Thou shalt not go up and down as a tail-bearer among thy people, neither shalt thou stand against the blood of thy neighbor, I am the Lord. To stand against the blood of your neighbor means to say they did something they didn't do that will cause them to get killed. Tailbearer in this verse, Leviticus 19.16, I looked that up, and it means a slanderer, a tailbearer, meaning a person who's bearing tails, or an informer. Proverbs 11.13, a tailbearer reveals secrets, but he that is of a faithful spirit concealeth the matter. The word translated tailbearer in Proverbs 11.13 is from a root word that means scandal monger. It is someone who peddles scandal. It's like the National Enquirer. I would not want to be known as that. And tailbearer in Proverbs 11.13 means slanderer, bearer of tales, or informer. Y'all starting to get a picture here? The discretion of a man defers his anger, and it is his glory to pass over a transgression. I missed the reference for that. Where is it? Proverbs 19.11. The discretion of a man defers his anger, and it is his glory to pass over a transgression. The phrase, it is his glory, means beauty, honor, and excellence. Those are things we do want. 1 Timothy 5.13. And withal, they learn to be idle, wandering about from house to house, and not only idle, but tattlers also, and busybodies, speaking things which they ought not. So what else is Proverbs 11.13 telling us? Let's go back to that one for a second. I want y'all to look at something. A tailbearer reveals secrets, but he that is of a faithful spirit conceals the matter. It's telling us that those who do not bear, I'm so tongue-tied tonight. It's telling us that those who do not bear tales are faithful, are faithful, which means those who do bear tales are not faithful. Look at your Bible. It's in there in black and white, Proverbs 11:13. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you read it, that is what it says, Proverbs 11:13. A tale-bearer, who is a slanderer, a bearer of tales, or an informer, reveals secrets. But he that is of a faithful spirit conceals the matter. So if you have a faithful spirit, you'll keep your mouth shut about what you know. Okay? Because if you don't keep your mouth shut, that means you do not have a faithful spirit. God prefers that we overlook those transgressions and just keep our big mouth shut and take it to him in prayer and let him handle whatever's going on. Because it's not our business. Proverbs 18.8, the words of a tailbearer, which means slanderer, tailbearer, or whisperer, comes from a root word meaning to roll to pieces in this verse, okay, the words of a tailbearer, tailbearer there means, comes from a root word that means to roll to pieces. Think about that for a minute, to roll to pieces. Do you know what that means? It means to crush the words of a tailbearer are as wounds, 
and they go down into the innermost parts of the belly. Now, this verse right here has a very interesting, some very interesting meanings. I was, I was um, pretty intrigued with this one. So in this case, the talebearer means a slanderer, a bearer of tales, or a whisperer. You know, those people that just, you know, they're standing around whispering to each other and, you know. So to roll to pieces, this are as wounds. And this word wounds, this, the words wounds means dainties or bits that are greedily swallowed. Now, you would never guess that from just looking at it, would you? Greedily swallowed. So I was doing this word study and I read the words of a talebearer, basically the words of a slandering gossiper, is what they're talking about, are greedily swallowed like dainty bits. And isn't that what we do? If we're listening to gossip, somebody comes to us with a juicy story about somebody we ought, we know that got into trouble or something like that is going on and we just gobble that up. And I'll tell you what, if you let it get started as a habit, it's hard to overcome. So stop it early. Any kind of sin, any kind of temptation that comes to you, the key to temptation is to resist it. Resist the devil, submit to God, and, he'll, and the devil has to flee from you. If you will do it right away, you won't get hung up in it. If you don't do it right away, especially in this time, that sin will grab hold of you and you will be fighting a battle like you've never seen trying to get free. Okay, well. The truth is, everyone has done this at one time or another. Hopefully, it was in our unsaved life and not in our saved one. But, you know, we're forgiven, not perfect. But that's why we have the Word of God, to help us get better and better, right? When this verse says, those words go down to the innermost parts of the belly, let's just talk about what that means. Have you ever noticed, especially as a Christian, how after listening to gossip or slander, assuming you ever have, that as titillating as it might be in the moment, like so many other sins, like as somebody comes to you and they're telling you that something happened to somebody that's, you know, been your enemy for 20 years. But as titillating as it might be in the moment, like any other sin, you just feel a little bit dirty afterwards. Your spirit feels dirty. The innermost parts of the belly that this is talking about is where your spirit man lives. This part of this verse is talking about the dirty, bad feeling you get after engaging in that sin. Alrighty then, moving right along. And let's remember this old proverb because it is true. He who gossips to you will gossip about you. Okay? Proverbs twenty nineteen. He that goeth about as a talebearer revealeth secrets. Therefore meddle not with him that flattereth with his lips. What Proverbs 2019 is trying to tell us, and there's a lot of wisdom in Proverbs, y'all, is that there are people who will flatter us to get us to reveal things that should not be talked about to them. And they do this so they can go and talk about them to everyone else. I worked with a woman who used this very method years ago in Dallas. And I learned later that she was really jealous of how much our boss liked my work. So she started trying to find something to slander me with. That was how she did it. She would offer to buy me lunch. And then over lunch, she would turn the conversation to me with flattery. You know, watch out for these kind of talebearers because they're looking for something they can poison you with. Everyone who acts like your friend isn't. I heard a story many years ago, and I only heard part of the story. I didn't hear the whole thing. Didn't want to hear the whole thing. There was a woman who was in ministry, 
and she started to date a gentleman who turned out not to be a gentleman. And he ruined her ministry. He destroyed it. I think he was jealous of her ministry, so he destroyed it. And I was so sad for her. Everyone who acts like your friend isn't. And more now in this time than ever before. <laughs> and you want to learn these lessons here so you don't get sent to Arkansas to learn it. Okay, I'm just saying, all right. Because <laughs> if you get sent to Arkansas, you're going to take this test over and over and over and over again. Proverbs twenty six twenty, Where no wood is, there the fire goeth out. So where there is no talebearer, the strife ceaseth. Okay. If you have a fire, a campfire, let's say, or fire in your barbecue pit, whatever kind of fire. If there's no wood on it, if there's no coal on it, the fire's going to go out because why? There's no fuel. There's no fuel. So when tailbearers stop putting wood on the fire, the fire will go out. The strife will cease. And the strife ceasing, I don't know if y'all have ever seen this before. I've seen it before. It's really ugly to witness. Sometimes... Like in a family or in a group of friends, there'll be the one person who wants to turn everybody else against each other so that they can have each person for their self. I have seen this happen. It's really ugly. And sometimes the people find out how it happened and sometimes they don't. I was one of the lucky ones. I did. But this is a person who takes tailbearing to a, a whole new level and goes and lies about people to the other people to start problems between them so that they're so they're like, well, I'm never going to talk to her again. You know, because she said that I'm never going to talk to her again and brings division between friends, between family members, between co-workers, destroying relationships. And they're sowing a dangerous seed when they do that, because that comes back in their own life. Proverbs 26, 22. The words of a talebearer are as wounds, and they go down into the innermost parts of the belly. Same thing as we just read in another verse. Talebearers are dangerous people, and they are clearly concerned only about themselves. Not about you, not about your relationships, not about the frail of destruction that they will burn through your life if you get involved with them. Sometimes they're in your family, and then it's really tragic. When a newspaper published a false and misleading account about a certain man, the man went to Dr. Edward Everett, an American politician and educator, to ask what action Everett would recommend. After listening patiently to the man's complaints, Everett said, My dear sir, do nothing about it. Half the people who buy that paper never saw the article about you. Half the people who did see it failed to read. Half the people who did read it failed to understand it. Half of those who did understand it know you and refuse to believe it. Half of those who believed it were people of no consequence anyway. You know, the saddest stories that I've heard in decades are when I hear stories about children and teenagers who took their life because of something somebody said on the Internet because they were so afraid of the power of those words. You know what? There's a lot of random people on the Internet and it don't matter what they think. It matters what God thinks. If you're a child listening to this or a teenager, it matters what your parents think and what your God thinks. It doesn't matter about anybody else. You can overcome that. Nothing is worth taking your life for. That's a word for somebody that's listening right now. I don't know who you are, but 
you're thinking about taking your life and the Lord says, don't do it. Don't do it. Tomorrow it's all going to turn around. Don't do it. And I speak life to you right now. You shall live and not die in Jesus' name. Whoever you are, if you contact me, I'll pray for you. People who commit suicide always fail to realize how many people love them and how many people would have tried to help them if they had known how bad things were. Please don't do it. Anything worth dying for is worth living for. And God can turn any situation around. I hope this show has been a help to you. I hope it's given you a clearer understanding about tail-bearing and why the Bible talks about it. Tail-bearing is a terrible thing. We do not want to be part of the tail-bearing groups. We don't want to be tail-bearers as Christians. It's easy to carry a tail. It's impossible to undo the damage that you can do to someone. If you've ever experienced it and been on the bad end of it, you know. And you pay a terrible price for it if you do damage to someone that way because that is a seed that springs up a harvest in your own life. And that's not the kind of harvest we want, is it? Okay, so tail-bearing is a bad thing, clearly. So what if you have a friend who gossips all the time? Let me give you just some tips that I've used in the past when I had that. One of the things that you can do is whoever they're talking bad about, you can say something good about them. That is a very effective method to deflect the gossip. And another one that pretty effectively douses that fire is to say, oh, they always speak so highly of you. There's ways to combat gossip. But the first thing that we want to do is you, you really should not listen to it. We need to disengage. If you listen to gossip, you are guilty of gossip. Did you know that? Because you are party to the conversation. You're not coming against the conversation. You're coming against the sin of gossip. You are guilty of gossip, just like the person who's doing the gossiping. So I'm just telling you, above all, do not repeat it. Do not ever repeat it. God does not like it when we repeat things that we've heard like that, y'all. He just don't like it. And if you've found yourself gossiping before, just ask the Lord to put a guard over the door of your lips and to help you catch yourself before you do it. And when you do catch yourself, just stop speaking. Just don't say anything. Just stop just stop. Like a big stop sign comes up in front of your face. Just stop. There was a story I heard in church. Uh, my pastor was preaching on the power of the tongue. It was a very good sermon. And he told this story, and I couldn't find it to read it to you verbatim, but he told the story that there was this man, and I guess he didn't like this other man, and so he spread these really bad rumors about him. And then God convicted him. And so he went to the man, and he apologized. He said, I'm so sorry, you know, I slandered you and whatever, and told him. And he said, is there anything I can do to make amends for that? And the man said, yes, there's one thing you can do. And he said, okay, what? He said, I want you to go get a bunch of black feathers. And he said, I want you to go and put them on, put one at, in front of the house of each of the people that you told that to. And he said, okay, and so he, and he said, and then come back. So he went and he did that, and then came back to the man. He said, okay, I did it. I put all the feathers out. He said, okay. He said, I want you to go back and get them. And the guy said, he said, I can't. He said, the wind's blowing. He said, by now they're blown everywhere. 
And he said, that's right. And he said, you can no more regather those black feathers than you can regather those slanderous words that you said about me. Remember that in the future when you open your mouth. That's a good lesson for all of us to learn, isn't it? I want to pray for everybody right now. If we're ever tell-bearing and repent immediately and make amends. Help us to do good and not bad in the next week, Lord. Help us to speak words of life and not words of death. Help us to be kind and caring towards other people because people are, are in so much anguish right now and going through so much with the pandemic. and all. I want to say a quick prayer for us. Lord God in heaven, we send your Holy Spirit to convict us anytime we are guilty of tailbearing, of gossip, of slander, of spreading news that we shouldn't be spreading of capitalizing on someone else's misfortune while rationalizing it and calling it, you know, oh, you know, this is just so you can pray about it. Lord God, may our mouths be bound by Philippians 4.8 and think on only things that are pure and holy and of good report. We ask that you would help us to harness our tongues and to keep them to only be a source of blessing and of life, and of holiness. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus bless you. Thanks for listening. You'll have a great week. Thank you so much for tuning in today to Just Praise Him Radio. You can contact me by mail at my new address, JPH Inc., Glenda Lomax, P.O. Box 60 Glencoe, Arkansas, 72539, or by email at jphtoday at gmail.com. JPH is not affiliated with any nonprofit organization, church, or denomination. If you ask anyone you know what the most difficult experience of their life has been, many will answer about a time of betrayal. All those called to walk the narrow path will at some point encounter Judas. How will you respond? Do you know how to recognize Judas when he shows up in your life? Can you keep Judas from bringing destruction to your life and ministry? How can you minimize what Judas costs you? Can you pass the test of absolute betrayal? Get your copy of The Judas Test, available in print and new audiobook, The Judas Test by Glenda Lomax, available now on Amazon.com. Sold out for 30 pieces of silver? In Exodus 21:32, it is the price of a dead slave. In Leviticus 27, 2-7, it is the price of a live one. Jesus was sold for the price of a bondservant. Precious Jesus, the Son of God, the Prince of Peace, the King of Kings, why did Judas sell his friend out so cheap?